Welcome to Two Travel Dads Podcast. Here we share our favorite destinations, travel tips, stories from our adventures, and bring on awesome guests to share insights into their travelsome lives. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and check out our detailed show notes at twotraveldads.com slash podcast dash episodes. Hey, welcome to another episode of Two Travel Dads Podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Chris. And today we are talking about something super duper cool. Uh, we just came back from a week in Hawaii or 10 days in Hawaii. Uh, I know we go to Hawaii more often than we probably should. But uh, this time we were there completing our uncruise, doing some island hopping. So we're going to talk about not necessarily our itinerary of what we did, but just like what uncruise is because it's such a different sort of travel experience and different sort of well i mean it's not a cruise like a cruise <laughs> well i wonder how many people out there have actually heard of uncruise or know what it is yeah it's um like i, I heard about it a long time I mean, ago what do you think of anything uncruise what does that mean well why don't you tell me what you thought it meant before you did it i just really wasn't sure i was like uncruise so what it's a cruise but it's not what makes it uncruise and uh, once I actually started to learn a little bit more about it, then it really made sense and had a good way of explaining it to, uh, to my coworkers about this cruise that I was going on and what made it an uncruise. Yeah. You want me to share? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the thing that I think was confusing to me before we did uncruise was if it's not a cruise, but it's on a ship, how can that... What is it? Yeah, exactly. How can that be so different? And... Really, what I think it comes down to now that we've experienced it, and like I started to understand this before we actually got on the boat, um, what really sets it apart and makes it so that it's not a cruise is just how active it is, not necessarily compulsorily, compu- compulsively, compulsory activities, <laughs> um, but just how, I mean, I've been on a cruise and it's very um, loungy and it's it's not for me it's it's uh, boring i've never been on a cruise ship but i think okay it's uh casinos shows pools lounge yeah, yeah oh, it, and it, endless eating yeah exactly and, and that okay. is totally that is what my experience cruising was yeah so uncruise is not that uncruise yeah there's definitely there's more food than probably we should have eaten for but sure but not a buffet but not a buffet not a perpetual buffet of life um, and yes, there's definitely the, the whole open bar element of uncruise means that you do have the ability to, <laughs> to overconsume. Enjoy libations. Enjoy li- libations. Yeah. But, um, it really, the, the mindset and the vibe on board is such that it's not like you are sailing with thousands of strangers and you're all just, you know, loving it up and having a good time being lazy. It's such a vibrant, energetic crew of people even if it is an older crew that you are sailing with it's very um how are we going to be active today what wildlife will we see today yeah where are we gonna hike exactly yeah and Uh, everybody's totally into it oh yeah so i think that's what really makes uncruise a different sort of boat experience than doing a megaship cruise um and it's really funny because when we first got on board we you know you never know anybody when you first start 
Oh, super awkward. <laughs> Hi. But it, it, it is super awkward, but it was funny because as we like met everybody in the lobby of the hotel, just like off the pier in Kailua Kona on the big island, because we just sailed from um, Kona to Molokai on the Safari Explorer. That was the name of our ship. So we met at the King Kamehameha um, beachside resort right there in town. So we spent the day just kind of hanging out. And then when it was time to board, we went over to the check-in area, and there's just all these couples of people just kind of hanging out. With lanyards. With lanyards, with their name tags on them. And I was like, oh, name tags. So, Very helpful, though. Yeah, it, thank goodness for name tags. But, I mean, the whole name tag thing, that kind of set the tone for, hey, we're all going to be on a first-name basis for the next eight days. And it really thank goodness for the name tags, but it really made it a cool travel experience because for the next eight days, literally this was our little community that we were a part of and I loved it. Yeah, it was wonderful. The kids loved it too. (laughs) The kids did love it too. So um, Uncruise does tend to um, have a lot of older passengers, um, people who are retired because they've got the time for a lot of time (laughs) for doing stuff like this so we were kind of the odd man out on our sailing but it was still awesome because the group we were sailing with they were very active people like well again like so i think that goes back to what you're talking about people who take an uncruise are active people yeah um because nobody i mean i think somebody had like a maybe a a neat problem or something which got them to you know bail out from one of the activities but Everybody is waiting for that next adventure, whether it be on land or on the water, and and really excited about finding you know wildlife and, <clears throat> and, yeah. and just having cool experiences. So um, it, it just again had that vibe on the boat. So you're around, I think, like minded, like value people, because mm-hmm. you all want to experience the same things. That's why you're choosing a Nun cruise, I think, versus a cruise ship where. Yeah. You know, you could just sit by the pool and lounge all day. Yeah, and it, it's it's funny. So as I was as I was writing about Uncruise, because I've already written about it, um, one of the things that I talked about was just how that like-minded community really does make for the unique and awesome sailing experience. Because, I mean, with anybody, you could sit down, and the conversation was anything from progressive politics to healthcare to education to travel to travel to international travel and it, the people are people like us who are out there and being active in the world and are you know making conscious choices about the type of travel that they do and the things they want to experience and i i just loved it yeah it was a blast and i also love that despite the age difference between a lot of the passengers and us that that one day that we were all jumping off the boat Everybody was still jumping <laughs> off of that second, second deck, deck platform. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good times. It was awesome. Jumping off the high dive knows no age. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, though, so that's, that's really what makes Uncruise different from a standard mega cruise ship cruise. It, it's just such a different, intimate, personal sort of vibe. And I loved getting to spend time with the people. Yeah. This boat had what? Was it how many, how many cabins were on this boat? How many guests? Ooh, I don't remember how many cabins, but guests um, on our sailing there. So the Safari Explorer that we were on, they, it sails in both Hawaii and the Inside Passage of Alaska. Actually, I think that might be the one that's going to do the Aleutians now. Um, but 
it can hold up to 36 guests. Our sailing only had 30 guests. That's right. So, I mean, that was kind of awesome. So minus the four of us, that's 26 people that we were just hanging out with for eight days. And it was a very easy little rotation through. And I mean, so there's 30 of us guests. And with the crew, we had, mm, I think we had four or five stewards. We had two expedition leaders. We had um, skiff- CJ, the bartender. CJ, yeah. CJ, the bartender, Elliot's best friend. <laughs> it was so being on the little, the little ship, it was fantastic. When we would come back from an activity or whatever was going on, Elliot, you know, he, he's our youngest. He could just, you know, free roam the boat. And oftentimes we found him sitting at the bar with, you know, a Sprite or a mocktail, just chatting it up with, you know, the bartender or the other staff. And it was great. That's <laughs> Elliot is a great example of what you can enjoy on an uncruise. <laughs> um, but no, so it's just really the staff to passenger ratio was really amazing. Um, gosh, with, with our ship specifically, I think statistically it's like 2.5 passengers per crew member and with other with other uncruised boats it's the same it's either it's either two or three passengers to each crew member which i think is amazing it means there's always somebody there to chat with or help you i love it the other side of uncruised being you know this bespoke the special travel that kind of is free-flowing is that you kind of never know what it is that you're gonna do you've got you know, this little boat, this small ship that can get pretty close to the shore or can go places that large ships can't go. And then you've got your cool skiffs on board with crew to, you know, trek you around and help you see interesting things. Yeah, I think that's that's part of the, the cool experience, right, is that we, we didn't have a set standard itinerary. And if the the weather, the wildlife, the conditions, right, changed or adjusted, we we went with the flow. And if there was a, an experience for us to be able to get off onto the skiffs and go um, drive out and check out, uh, you know, whales or the wildlife that was around, we got to go do that. Yeah. Um, and then also, though, with um, the boat, I think one of the other cool things about, you know, the lack of itinerary is we got to see the the backside of Molokai, which I think was pretty amazing. Yeah. Most people don't get to go there. Yeah, no, it's, it's really cool because so when you sail over from, again, you know, kind of getting a little more into our itinerary with our Hawaiian seascapes <laughs> sailing versus just uncruise in general. But this is a great example of the flexibility of it. Um, when you're sailing from the big island over to, you know, Maui, Molokai, Lanai, um, you have to cross this big strait, which is known for being just wild currents, difficult. Um, the night before we sailed over, they had actually, um, in the wine library, they had put cardboard between all the wine bottles and the glass fronts of the cases because they had expected the, the crossing to be super duper rough, which it totally wasn't. But then because it was so chill, we did get to sail instead of just like dinking around Maui. They just went, let's go to Molokai and let's check it out. And we got to sail all along the North Shore, which has those thousand foot sea cliffs or what were they're, they? They're largest sea cliffs in the world. I can't remember. I think like 3,000. Yeah. They're feet. crazy. They're epic. And I mean, imagine like one, we didn't know if we'd get to go there. They talked about it like, oh, the weather's been really great. They've even the crew's never been there. 
um, the, the captain, right? He's always wanted to check it out, but the conditions have never been right. We woke up in the morning, opened up the doors, looked outside, and it was like, boom, there's these epic sea cliffs. And yeah. And the, and the boobies and the yeah, it's whales. Like, and it was <laughs> like 7 like, o'clock in the morning. They were really good about not waking us up too early. 7 o'clock in the morning, all of a sudden, we've got this like soft speaker announcement in our cabin. Everyone, we're by the cliffs of Molokai. Look out your window, <laughs> which is kind of creepy, and also like what? And then yeah, you just kind of throw open your curtains and walk out onto the deck, and wow, holy cow! You've got waterfalls, you've got these green, lush cliffs, you've got crazy rock f- formations, tropics birds, tropics whales. birds. Yeah. Oh gosh, it was so. It was just super cool, and something like that you don't necessarily get to do when you are on a mega cruise ship that has a set itinerary where you know I'm in this port of call at 8 a.m. until 3 p.m. You know, things like that. This is, the flexibility of this was just Well, I super think you get cool. the flexibility, but you also get the education, yeah. right? And because all of the, the, the crew is extremely knowledgeable about the, the wildlife, about, um, you know, the, the landscape, and so you get to learn about the areas, uh, you know, really well uh, while you're on board. And which our kids love, ask a ton of questions right oh, yeah. of our um, crew. Yeah, and then each night there's some sort of presentation that is either about what you're doing the next day or what you've seen that day. So um, Sam gave a really cool presentation. He was a really cool expedition leader um, about seahorses. That was totally kind of random, but fascinating to hear about seahorses and then we had um tara talking about whales and that was i loved that one um what else we talked about we had a whole presentation about hawaiian music and its evolution and just like the meaning of different things um uh, it was great it was super fun yeah there were a lot they were always towards the end at the end of the night right after we've had a long active day i will say sometimes i did fall asleep (laughs) Um, not because the content wasn't great, just because we had such a great active day. And you know, you're sitting on leather couches. Everybody's a little bit snuggly. You're hanging out with some of your new best friends. It's very, everybody's got a cocktail. It's very easy to drift off. And yeah, it's funny. That's okay. I talked to Tara about that and and she was just like, it happens each night with the presentation. It's okay. We're fine with that. It means you had a good day. I was like, yes, (laughs) that's true. Um, but something else about that whole, you know, really bespoke, flexible itinerary, which I've got to say, before we went sailing with Uncruise, it was really frustrating to me that I could not pin down what we would actually be doing. Like we, we got our confirmation that, you know, had our itinerary and the itinerary was so vague and that was so frustrating. I'm a planner and even if somebody else is like responsible for everything, I want to know what we're doing. I don't like surprises. You like it like minute by minute. I love minute by minute itineraries. And when you sail with uncruise, now I understand it and I love it. But initially it was so frustrating because like the itinerary for the day would be like captain's choice. We might go kayaking. Who knows? Maybe we'll go on skiff rides. Maybe we'll just sail around. We might go swimming. You don't know. And now I understand why it's worded that way because it is so being on a smaller ship, it's very weather dependent and they're going to, sail you to wherever the best weather is and the best wildlife opportunities are. So while that's frustrating, it's also what really made it such a cool experience. And then with that, you know, 
you get to a cool place based off of the weather and the wildlife, and then you get to jump on a skiff or a kayak and go explore. I really, I really liked, um, what island was it? I think it was when we were on Lanai, um, when we did the kayaking to the sea caves. That was Lanai, yeah. Yeah, that was super cool. And we got to, like, actual kayak into a sea cave, like, with the waves, and then kayak back out, riding the waves back out. That was really cool. Um, and then, gosh, I'm trying to think about each of the skiff rides we did. Oh, there was a lot. You know, which one was actually my favorite for the skiff rides? Was it the sunset whale watching? I didn't go on one of those, but I went on a sunrise one. Oh, that's what I meant. Sorry. Sunrise, (laughs) sunrise. Yeah, no, Tara made us all get up before sunrise and get out on boats, get out on the water so that we could watch the sun come up behind Haleakala and chase whales, not chase whales, but. (laughs) <laughs> you know, go around in our zodiacs to where there were whales hanging out. We saw so many. Oh, they were everywhere. You just couldn't. You couldn't not see them. Yeah. Everywhere you would look, there was just you know spout, spout, spout going off. It was just amazing. And being able to have that flexibility of jumping onto a skiff and then being at water level with whales who are breaching and f- tail slapping and flapping their fins. Did we ever find out what that was called when they're fin flapping, fin smacking? Maybe no. Not. Having fun. Having fun, yeah. Um, it was super cool. I, I wish that we had a skiff here at home that we could just, boom, go jump out there and zip around. Um, but that was a really wonderful element of that. It's just that those random little adventures. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, and then I think you probably would want to talk a little bit about some food stuff. Oh, well, I mean, the, the boat itself, like, yeah, we'll talk about food, but in, if you haven't, uh, been on the website and checked out the pictures or done any of that. Like this boat was so cool and comfortable. Um, our, our cabin, you know, was, was beautiful. Of course it's on a boat, so it's small, um, but super comfortable, great shower, um, and had everything that you needed. Uh, and the boys room was actually bigger, but that's because it had like <laughs> two, it had two twin beds. Uh, and, uh, and again, it was, uh, um, just really great accommodations. And, in the uh, the main area where there was the uh, the dining room, uh, which was you know nice and, and small and beautiful woodwork and stuff everywhere within the boat, that beautiful bar and then the library back where the kids uh, spent every morning down there in the library <laughs> playing games uh, and uh, and waiting for breakfast. Uh, but just in the, that cool loungy area right right by the bar where all those comfortable leather couches and stuff were just really great accommodations and, and very comfortable. Um, but yeah, the food, they had a, a chef and a pastry chef on board and every day, um, you know, we would start out with that early risers breakfast, um, you know, which was uh, a nice like yogurt parfait, fresh cut fruit, delicious coffee, um, and a pastry of some kind, uh, it could be a, a croissant or, um, you know, some other puff pastry, which I will say, and then I'll let you get back to the food. Something else that made it really special was doing a sailing like this with kids they got to do some really cool stuff. Like, for example, Julia, the pastry chef, she let Elliot come down into the galley on the like the bottom level of the boat and help her bake things. And he was so happy. So he got to make our breakfast pastries. <laughs> oh, he loved it. And plus, so did, so did the rest of the, uh, uh, the guests that were on the boat because, well, one, they just loved the boys. But um, they even wrote on the little uh, you know note card of what the pastry was, made with love by Elliot. And so everybody knew that those were the ones that Elliot helped bake. Um, but, uh, but no, so you'd have that, that breakfast and then they would have some type of breakfast special of the day. 
And if you didn't want that, you could still choose something else, you know, a uh, regular, you know, type of breakfast option, um, you know, eggs or oatmeal or, or That one else. frittata Brendan made was beautiful. Oh, I love that. Yeah, he made a, a delicious frittata. It had, you know, uh, like zucchini and squash and spinach and balsamic reduction. Anyways, really good. Um, and uh, and then you'd ha- always have a lunch of some kind, but oftentimes we were out on doing some activities. So they'd pack the lunch, um, always a really great uh, sandwich or wrap, and then they would... The first time they surprise you with dessert, but then we expected dessert with lunch every single time <laughs> after, which was always delicious. Um, and then, uh, you know, and, and during that time with breakfast, they would always let you know what the the dinner plan was. And there was mm-hmm. always um, a surf option and a turf option. And um, a vegetarian option. And a, and a vegetarian option. So, and if you wanted, you could have a little bit of each one. Uh, uh-huh. And so that was nice because there were sometimes we're like, oh, I really want the fish and I really want the meat. And they're like, well, why don't you get one of each? Um, and, and so there was that flexibility. And they did also let me know, and I never told the kids that if the kids ever wanted anything that wasn't available, like grilled cheese sandwiches or whatever, that they could just special request whatever they actually wanted for dinner. Yeah. I never told them that. (laughs) Well, kids are good eaters. They would have taken them up on that, but But they still ate the Ono, they ate the short ribs. They ate the beet Wellington. Oh, the beet Wellington. That was was on Valentine's Day. Oh, I loved it. Uh, yeah. So, and they made everything just really special. So again, we were on the boat for Valentine's day and super bowl and soup at uh, the big game, the big game, sorry, the big game, the big game. <laughs> and, and they had created just events all around that too. So, you know, uh, paste, you know, food customized around that. They would have like little decorations and, uh, you know, they made sure that for people who wanted to watch the super bowl that they, we were able to, and, uh, and they did up wings with different sauces wings and, and good dips. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so it was uh, whoopie pies in the shapes of football. That's right, whoopie pies in the yeah. shapes of footballs. Uh, so really delicious food, and and again, they'll they'll work with whatever your dietary needs are. Uh, but the the crew does a really amazing job. Uh, you know, uh, creating really great dining experiences and there. So I've got tummy problems, so I can't eat lots of different things. And all I did was mention it once, and I never had to request something to be redone or like not include something because they just proactively took care of whatever I needed with each meal. And it was awesome. Yeah. Same with Elliot. I mean, anytime there was a pastry or something that had uh, a nut in it, they always had, of course, a completely separate container with uh, enough for for Elliot to have more than one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, the day of the giant cookie container just for Elliot. (laughs) I know. I know. But, um, but yeah, no, just really delicious food. And then of course the, the, the cocktails, right? So it's a mm-hmm. beautiful bar that's in there. And, uh, you know, they've got all of your, your top shelf needs. Uh, but uh, the, the bartender, CJ, he you know, created... Elliot's a, best Elliot's friend. Elliot's best friend. He'd <laughs> sit up there every day on the high chair and, uh, and chatted up with CJ, asking a ton of questions. Um, but he'd always have a, a craft cocktail of the day. And then, of course, you could try that or get anything else, you know, that you wanted. Uh, and every, and they also had like beer on tap, mm-hmm. like local beers and, and, uh, you a know, whole wine, wine library, the whole wine library, great wine selection that people were really enjoying some of the scotch, different scotches and mm-hmm. whiskeys that were available on board. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, and, uh, really, uh, really knowledgeable crew and staff. So great experience from a food and beverage perspective. Yeah. And that's funny. Cause that was the thing that I, didn't even think about the entire time leading up. I was like, I, it never even crossed my mind what dining would be like. All I cared about was the vague itinerary and then, (laughs) (laughs) and then getting there and actually having like awesome food and 
really fun like happy hour every day. I loved it. And that was another one of those really great community times where, you know, we've been busy all day. Everybody comes back and, you know, there's different activities you can do throughout the day. So, you know, your buddies that went and did the hike, they can sit and chat with everybody else who went and did the cat sanctuary or went biking or whatever. It was great. And in the dining area too, it's like, there's not a four top. There are six top Mm -hmm. and pluses. So, um, you know, the boys they like to sit in the same spot every day. And, um, so we would sit there, but there would always be two extra chairs. And then the, the rest of the guests would cycle through, uh, you know, cause each, uh, each couple wanted to come and chat it up with and us. the so kids specifically wanted to stay it there because they knew that people would make the decision to come yep. sit with us, <laughs> which was hilarious. And that was, it was wonderful getting to sail basically with, you know, what, 12 sets of grandparents, for a week it was yeah, amazing i think like five retired teachers uh-huh, doctors yeah. on board um you know so it was a it was a good mix of people oh it was so much fun i'm really looking forward to um in june we are doing another uncruised sailing we're gonna be on the uh the wilderness legacy which is a totally different sort of boat so the safari explorer that we were just on had three decks the you know the main deck that you can board the skiffs and that's where the dining area and the lounge and the library are and then the main deck where everybody's, most people's cabins are. And that's also where there's, you know, the, the bow of the ship. And then the sun deck. There's a couple cabins Love up there. Love the sun deck. Yeah. Um, the ship that we're going to be on. And the sun deck, though, does have equipment, uh, workout equipment. So just oh, to mention yeah, that. that's it right. really nice. I was able to do a couple workouts on board. Even as the boat was rocking, right, you could still get, uh, they had, you know, some uh, free weights and uh, cardio equipment up there. Yep, that's true. I never did it because I was nervous about lifting weights. And then a wave rocking the boat. That made me really anxious, so I never tried it. Yeah. <laughs> but other people were doing it, which is great. Um, but so our next ship that we're going to be on, and don't worry, we'll record a podcast episode about that too. Um, it is called the Wilderness Legacy, and we're going to be sailing in Alaska out of Juneau. It's a completely different type of boat than what we were just on because the Safari Explorer is pretty small, um, you know, 36 passengers. Our next ship that we're sailing on is still really small, only 86 passengers on that one. Um, but it's going to be a totally different the boat sort of is experience. So cool. The boat is so cool. It looks like an old steam tram. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be really fun. And I'm excited that we'll have the same captain that we had in Hawaii. <laughs> so Captain Andy's going to be um, our leader for our Alaska sailing. And Elliot's excited because the. Um, the bartender is also going to be on that same trip. Exactly. Yeah. CJ is also going to be on the boat with us for that one too. So Elliot knows what his schedule is going to be for the week. So, um, is there anything else that you think we need to hit on before we say goodbye for the day? I had an amazing time and I could talk about it constantly. I think maybe we should record another episode about all of the things we actually did. Yeah. Cause we talked mostly kind of about the boat. Right yeah. in this trip, not so much about the uh, the excursions, right that that we did, which I think really makes uncruise uncruise because <laughs> it has all those wonderful excursions that are just part of your ex- your uncruise experience, and they're all done really well, extremely comprehensive and um, and top quality. Yeah, so stay tuned for another episode all about uncruise, and then um, check it out on the blog too. So we've got a couple articles all about both our experience and what you can do. And if you do want to book an Uncruise for yourself and your family, we do um, partner with Uncruise. So you can use our code 
two dads 500 that's t-w-o-d-a-d-s 500 to get a discount on your booking so if you have any questions always feel free to jump over to the website to traveldads.com and leave us your questions and comments and in the meantime go ahead and hit subscribe and share this with a friend who you want to go on an uncruise sailing with great we will talk to you later see you later have an awesome day and that's it for now bye Two Travel Dads podcast is created by Rob and Chris Taylor in St. Augustine, Florida. We'd love to answer your questions here on the podcast, providing both our experience and stories to share our own insights into whatever you're wondering about. Visit twotraveldads.com slash podcast dash episodes to leave your questions and to check out past episodes and show notes. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and have an awesome day.